Good morning for a Tuesday, January 22, 2013. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Obama offers liberal vision, says we must act. Speech gives climate goals center stage. In today's national headlines, Los Angeles Cardinal hid abuse file show. At Stanford, training in religious liberty cases, and New Mexico teenager is charged with killing his family. In this morning's business headlines, tax edge on thin ice, private equity regroups. LEDs become popular as alternative lighting, and UN agency warns unemployment will probably rise. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Obama Offers Liberal View. Inaugural stresses theme of civil and gay rights, safety net praised. Reported by Peter Baker. Barack Obama ceremonially opened his second term on Monday with an assertive inaugural address that offered a robust articulation of modern liberalism in America, arguing that preserving our individual freedoms ultimately requires collective action. On a day that echoed with refrains from the civil rights era and tributes to the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., Obama dispensed with the post-partisan appeals of four years ago to lay out a forceful vision of advancing gay rights, showing more tolerance toward illegal immigrants, preserving the social welfare safety net, and acting to stop climate change. At times, he used his speech to reprise arguments from the campaign, rebutting the notion expressed by conservative opponents that America risks becoming a nation of takers, and extolling the value of proactive government in society. He challenged Republicans to step back from their staunch opposition to his agenda. Progress does not compel us to settle centuries-old debates about the role of government for all time, but it does require us to act in our time, he said in the 18-minute address. For now, decisions are upon us, and we cannot afford to delay. We cannot mistake absolutism for principle or substitute spectacle for politics or treat name-calling as reasoned debate. We must act. Obama used Abraham Lincoln's Bible, as he did four years ago, but this time added King's Bible as well, to mark the holiday honoring the civil rights leader. He became the first president ever to mention the word gay in an inaugural address as he equated the drive for same-sex marriage to the quest for racial and gender equality. Hundreds of thousands of people gathered on a brisk but bright day, a huge crowd by any measure, though far less than the record turnout four years ago. Now 51 years old, Obama appeared alternately upbeat and reflective. When he re-entered the Capitol at the end of the ceremony, he suddenly stopped his entourage to turn back toward the cheering crowds gathered on the National Mall. I want to take a look one more time, he said. I'm not going to see this again. If the president was wistful, he was firm in his message once he started speaking. He largely eschewed foreign policy except to recommend engagement over war and instead focused on addressing poverty and injustice at home. He did little to adopt the language of the opposition, as he's done at moments in the past, and instead directly confronted conservative philosophy. The commitments we make to each other through Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security, these things do not sap our initiative, they strengthen us, he said. They do not make us a nation of takers, they free us to take the risks that make this country great. 
The phrase, nation of takers, was a direct rebuke to Republicans and several opposition lawmakers took umbrage at the president's tone. Representative Pete Sessions of Texas, a member of the Republican leadership, said that from the opening prayer to the closing benediction, it was apparent our country is in chaos and what our great president has brought us is upheaval. He added, we're now managing America's demise, not America's great future. Obama struck a more conciliatory note during an unscripted toast during lunch with congressional leaders after the ceremony. Regardless of our political persuasions and perspectives, I know that all of us serve because we believe that we can make America for future generations, he said.